BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Hello, everyone. It's me, James. And if you're hearing this, it's because I am on holiday along with all my colleagues. But in order to help you as you wander lonely as a cloud through the contentless abyss of our uh, one week of holiday, we are re-releasing some episodes of the show that we like and that you may also like. Uh, Avid listeners will have probably listened to them before, but uh, I picked one from a little while ago, March of 2022. So it's one you can revisit uh, and hopefully enjoy. Uh, it's the culmination of our first series on Myanmar uh, called Printing the Revolution. And I like this one because it was the first thing I did for It Could Happen Here. Uh, and I was really happy to have a home for this story because I've been pitching it for months and just getting a uh, fuck all response from editors because they have no reason to care about Myanmar because there's no money in it for global capital and therefore seems like people in the US don't care to include all your nominally leftist publications. And so I was really happy to have a home for this story. And obviously, it, it's not one with a particularly happy ending. Um, I won't spoil it, I guess. But it's, yeah, it's a rough one. Um, and that is something that like I still think about and it still upsets me. And it's also, I think, a perspective on the reality of conflict coverage. It doesn't get shared enough. I mean, for 20 years, this country's been at war and the media has, for a large part, participated in the sort of propaganda that makes conflict seem other than what is, which is the worst thing that humans do to each other. And it, the good guys don't always win and sometimes the good guys die. And um, whilst that's something that I wish didn't happen, it does. And I'm happy that we were able to, in that moment, uh, which was a very sad moment, difficult moment for both Robert and myself, especially myself, I think, because I'd, I'd spent quite a long time before I even met Robert um, 
talking to Zor and working on this story. Um, we were able to share that with you and share the realities of like we're not kind of uh, unfeeling automatons either. Like this, this shit is difficult for us and it affects us. And I know a lot of people felt that it affected them as well. And this episode struck a chord with a lot of people. So yeah, I hope that you enjoy it. I'm Robert Evans, and this is part four of Myanmar, Printing the Revolution. And then once we got there, we couldn't rest, you know, rain, sun, whatever. Women as well, we were all, like, tried. When they came, when we were leaving, they were all, like, very fair-skinned, beautiful. And then we went in, and then everyone got tanned in the jungle. We were training all the time, you know, people in training camp. We were driven really hard, and the reason that we were all doing this is because of Minanlai's coup as students, and uh, how much he has terrorized the public and the people, and that's why we were we have this morale and uh, ability to get through the training and uh, be able to wield weapons. Zor and his friends went into the jungle as students, programmers, and kids. Now they're fighters. They were tech-savvy young people. He says they grew up online. And that generational divide which the internet brought here came much later in Myanmar. It wasn't until 2011 that people really gained access to the internet, and with it, the new ideas and identities that it brought. Zor's generation are among the first to embrace global connectivity. And now, after having it taken away, they're refusing to give it up. The start of the coup in February, the military... Well, Gen Z was organising online, social media and all that, so... And they were kind of, I think this is from my, my experience, but um, kind of um, organizing around like Gen Z is going to be different than the 88 generation because we have the internet and, uh, and also we know more about the world and can, can communicate to the rest of the world. I think one thing that was big was that in 2008, it just took one video leaking out of the country for there to be big international repercussions. It's worth noting that when people in Burma talk about the internet, they mean Facebook. Phones come with the Facebook app installed, and it's sometimes exempt from data charges. For many people in Burma, using the internet means using Facebook. Zor and his friends are different from their parents in many ways, not least in their perceptions of authority. This has led to a situation where the PDF, People's Defense Force units, are much less hierarchical than units of the Tatmadaw. So when we make decisions in our group, there's no master and student, there's no teacher and student, but you know, the way that it works, there are people who are good, they're older people who are more trained, and then there are new recruits, new people who just came in. So of course, the people who are there for longer and know more about the situation have more voice when we discuss. So especially people who were there when we founded this group, there were only really eight people from when we grouped. So those eight people kind of discussed on the bigger strategy. You know, we don't really vote there. He, he says he wants to do it. He thinks it's good. We are, there's the seven of us, we think it's good or we support him. Or someone says, well, we don't really like that idea. Then we don't do it. They try to achieve more gender equality as well. Although Zor explained that in his unit, the women are not always the frontline fighters. At the place, there's no discrimination. You know, women can 
women and men were training, whoever could come. But like on the battlefield, people, we don't use women that much on the battlefield. That's one thing that we do know is that it's not, it's not really discrimination, but if women are with us together, we have a confusion about whether we need to protect them or we're just fighting with, with them or they're fighting in front of us. And that there's one thing that is very different is that in terms of mentality, we, we can't, we never take the women out really far into very dangerous fights. So often they're in the back as backup or to supplies or things like that. But as you know, the military government, the military terrorists are very, very, uh, very unethical. They don't follow the rules. So, you know, they're going to shoot whoever they see. So even if they're hanging back and they're sending medical supplies, they they can still get hit. For Zora in particular, there's a lot at stake. After almost an hour and a half of talking, I asked about his parents. I'd heard of retribution attacks against the families of fighters and wondered if he was worried about that. So mom and dad are both, they support me fighting the, against the military. They're very happy. His dad really wants to do CDM, but he can't run away because the military has taken his uh, mother and his sisters. He still has five sisters. Yeah. They're all still in that military command. They're, work, they're in the military stool, schools. So it's very hard for them to run away. That's, yeah, Right, his dad can't defect. So he really wants to leave the military, but he can't. So while, so that the fact that I am there trying to fight against the military, he's very happy, and but he tells me to be careful about my own life. They're supportive, and they really want to come fight themselves, but they can't because of my sisters and my mother. So him seeing that I can do it is really wonderful for them. So his father, uh, his other brother and other people, uh, three of them below him, they've all usually just lived together with his grandfather and stuff in the military compounds or near the military. So he really wants to call all the people that are still there, but they can't leave. This is what Civil War does. It traps us in a situation where we can't make the right choice, even when we know what it is. And in many situations, it's pretty hard to discern right from wrong in the midst of so much violence. Zor has been able to fight, but his dad is stuck fighting against people like his son, in order to protect his daughters. Thousands of families across the country are divided in the same way, by circumstance or ideology. The military is something of a separate society. It has its own schools and its own culture. But ethnic armed organisations have not been close to urban populations either, and so whole new identities are being forged by Generation Z, while their families often struggle to abandon old certainties. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. As we record this, Zaw is still fighting. His girlfriend is still healing. Every few weeks, a video of him and his friends pops up on Reddit or Facebook. They have optics on their rifles now and are taking long-range shots at the top Madaw, who rely on iron sights. They shoot and reload like soldiers, and they laugh like kids. The top Madaw still controls the cities, but to move between them, they have to travel in convoys at breakneck speeds. Using ambushes, mines, and knowledge of the terrain, EAOs and the PDF are able to deny the military access to large portions of the countryside. Without a serious change in the conflict, it might stay like this for years. A report published this month detailed the attacks in the Karini state by the Tatmadaw on churches, residential homes, camps for displaced people, which killed 61 in the month since Zaw left the city. On Christmas Eve, in Hupruso Township, they killed at least 40 civilians. Autopsies show some were gagged and burned alive. In recent months, the Tatmadaw has increased its use of airstrikes against targets that it deems legitimate. Ming Anhlang, the junta's leader, flew to Russia twice in 2021. He was proclaimed an honorary professor of the military university of the Russian armed forces. Quote, We are determined to continue our efforts to strengthen bilateral ties based on the mutual understanding, respect, and trust that have been established between our two countries, Russian Defense Minister Sergei Shoigu said at a meeting with the coup leader on June 22nd. We pay special attention to this meeting as we see Myanmar as a time-tested strategic partner and a reliable ally in Southeast Asia and the Asia-Pacific region, he went on. Min An Hlaing was equally lavish with his praise, saying that he saw Russia as a friend forever. 
Myanmar relies heavily on Russian Hind Mi-35 helicopter gunships, transport helicopters, MiG-29 and Su-30 fighter jets and Yak-130 ground attack aircraft to carry out bombing raids and strafe civilians. All of these weapon systems have been seen more recently in the fighting in Ukraine. One prominent Burmese-Irish family, the Kyotongs, has helped the junta avoid an international arms embargo using their global connections and a network of shady shadow companies. They have purchased helicopters under the pretense of using them for tourism and the oil and gas industry and handed them over to the Tatmadaw. They've also helped shuttle coastal radar to Myanmar, which the Tatmadaw used to track Rohingya refugees and provide cover for several aircraft purchases. To fund these arms purchases, the Tatmadaw has found willing markets for luxury goods abroad. According to Justice for Myanmar, since the coup in February 2021, the United States has imported 1,565 metric tons of teak from Myanmar, using intermediaries to avoid sanctions. In the 2017-2018 financial year, the last year for which data is available, the government received 100 million U.S. dollars in revenue from taxes and royalties applied to the timber trade. In 2021, there were more shipments than 2018, offering the Tatmadaw the chance to make enough money to continue purchasing weapons to use against their population. The conflict in Myanmar remains complicated. It's easy to reduce the alphabet soup of rebel groups to EAOs in the PDF, but these groups and their motivations are diverse. Pierre explained to us that even within the Karen, there are deep divisions. Well, first you have to know that uh, historically, uh, the, the Karen uh, rebellion uh, that uh, started in 1948-1949, uh, so quite a long time ago, was uh, led by uh, by Christian by the Christian minority, okay, of the of the current people, because uh, obviously that was the most uh, Western-educated uh, people um, at the time, and uh, so this uh, elite kind of reproduced itself in the Kainu without uh, being. The, the, the KNU is uh, the, the current national union, huh? uh, is uh, a democratic uh, movement, but uh, you know, our elites tend to reproduce themselves. And so most of the leadership, let's say, of the current national union and the current national liberation army uh, was uh, Christian. Huh? Like, uh, and uh, so the, the Burmese uh, junta, the, the Burmese uh, military uh, uh, government, uh, decided to use this to create a wedge between, uh, between the Karen Christians and the, the Karen Buddhists, uh, and uh, sent monks to, say, uh, agitate and uh, try to cause this uh, split on uh, religious grounds, no? Uh, and they succeeded in part and uh, succeeded to, uh, to separate uh, a part of, uh, of Karen Buddhists that created the, the democratic Karen Buddhist uh, army, DKBA, which then allied themselves, of course, to the, to the junta and uh, to, uh, to, uh, attack the, to attack the KNLA and the, the Manor Plow, which, of course, they knew all the, all the roads there and the defenses and uh, where was the, the defenses situated, etc. And uh, succeeded in uh, destroying the, the capital of the, of the Karen National Union in Manor Plow in 95. 
So that was the situation uh, pretty much when I arrived. Uh, it was uh, pretty hard. Um, like uh, the, there was not so much territory uh, anymore held by the Karen. And more, more importantly, they lost a lot of uh, income because uh, a lot of their income come from uh, tax at the border that they can control, you know? Uh, so yeah, that was the situation. Not every EAO has embraced the national unity government directly. After all, many of its members were enthusiastically running cover for the Rohingya genocide a few years ago. Many of the EAOs remain, technically under a ceasefire with the Tatmadaw, and the Tatmadaw knows that if it pushes too far into EAO territory, it risks provoking a full-blown response. The EAOs, meanwhile, have been aiding and training the PDF and still maintaining enough deniability that the Tatmadaw has not been forced into a confrontation. EAO-PDF alliances look different in different regions, and often realities on the ground bear little relationship to the backdoor diplomacy and official stances embraced by leadership and public. The war continues to have a huge toll on civilians. According to the United Nations, in total some 440,000 people have been newly displaced since the coup happened in February 2021, adding to an existing 370,000 who had fled their homes from earlier waves of violence and over a million people who had fled the Rohingya genocide. More than half the population of Kareni state has fled. Humanitarian access is hard. Much of the relief effort for displaced people occurs within local communities. Thousands of refugees are camping along the border with Thailand, which is defined by rivers. Initially, many people fled into Thailand, but terrible conditions in refugee camps led some of them to return to Myanmar. Now they wade across the river for international aid donations of food and water, but they can't bring themselves to stay in the crowded camps overnight, so they wade back to sleep on the Burmese side of the bank. The UNHCR, the High Commission on Refugees, has been unable to access camps in Thailand or Myanmar to check on the conditions, but it has urged the Thai government, which has been credibly accused of forcing people back across the border, to move people to better conditions further into Thailand instead of keeping them in camps near the border. And here we find the unfortunate, unavoidable reality of the civil war in Myanmar. For all the uniqueness of aspects of the conflict, the innovative ways that Gen Z militias have interfaced with older ethnic military forces, the 3D printed arms, etc. At the end of the day, this is another brutal, horrific conflict between large numbers of people who want to be free and a small number of people who want to control them. From Myanmar to Armenia, Ukraine to Syria, Ethiopia to Iraq, and beyond, the novelties of 21st century conflict don't change the fact that at the end of the day, each war brings with it what might be the truest symbol of our current age. Parents saying goodbye to their kids, camps filled with desperate people fleeing violence, and governments all over the world willing to send nothing more than kind words and stern warnings. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. 
Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. This is a postscript to episode four. It's not one that we'd been intending to record because it's not news that we'd ever hoped to have to share. But here we are. Um, Unfortunately, we found out that about 10 days after we last spoke and a couple of weeks before we released our podcast, Zor died. Um, He died in battle fighting with the Tatmadaw. He's... I really was, I suppose, um, an amazingly brave and courageous young man. And um, I think that his loss is one that reflects the realities of of what war is, which is not great and glorious and exciting. It's young men and, and sometimes young women, uh, young non-binary folks, I imagine, too, um, dying uh, when they had no quarrel with anyone, when they just wanted to live their lives. Um, Two years ago, a year and a half ago even, he was uh, just loving the people he loved, having fun, being a kid, riding his motorcycle, speaking to his girlfriend on his phone, uh, living a happy life. And then someone who had power decided that they wanted to have more power and they decided that it didn't matter how many kids had to die so they could have what they want and he decided to say no to that and that's brave and I think all of us would agree that what he did was right and morally courageous and that uh, that we would hope to be brave enough to do the same if the same thing happened to us um, this one's hit me quite hard honestly um, I know this is my job and this happens it's happened before and it'll happen again but uh, he was such a happy, polite, kind young man. He never didn't pick up the phone. He 
never got tired of explaining stuff that we didn't understand. Um, and he always answered our questions. There was nothing that was off the table. There was nothing that he wouldn't talk about with us. He was completely open. Um, and, uh, yeah, we will miss him greatly. Um, he died fighting the thing that we all have to fight, right? Fascism, dictatorship, totalitarianism, militarization. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll grieve his loss, both Robert and I. We've just spoken on the phone. Um, we found out because a contact of mine on the ground sent me a Reddit message with a link to a Facebook post. It's very clearly Zorin, no doubt about that. It names him, uh, and uh, unfortunately, it also shows um, him dead. Uh, so we, we're not in any doubt that it was him who died, and, and we're not in any doubt that we will gravely miss him either. Um, we'd both hoped to go over and record with him, to speak with him, to meet him. Um, I'd spoken to him several times on video. Uh, Sometimes just to chat, not even to uh, to record anything, just just to chat, just to catch up and and, and look at what each of us was doing that day. So uh, it, it's a hard loss for me um, and for Robert too. As I said, we just spoken. Um, so yeah, that's the news that we hadn't hoped to end on. Obviously, though, this is the reality of war, and as the world is looking at the conflict in Ukraine. Now, uh, I'd urge you to, to look at the conflict in Myanmar too. Another Russian bomb killed another nice kid who never had any quarrel with anyone, who just wanted to live his life and didn't want to live the rest of his life with a boot on his neck. Um, so he decided to stand up against it. Um, as you can probably hear in my voice, um, I'm quite upset by, by his loss. Um, and will be probably for a few days uh so i'm sorry to have to end this podcast on such a sad note um, i'm sorry for his family who are now caught between the loss of their son and trying to protect their daughters um i'm sorry for his girlfriend who's dealing with shrapnel in her own leg and now the loss of the person she loved um and i'm sorry for his comrades um they've said they'll go on fighting and i hope they do and uh, i don't think there's any point really pretending to be objective at this stage in the games and I hope they win um, but I mostly just hope that like one day young men and women and, and everyone else just gets to uh, live their lives without having to kill and die um, because ultimately no one should have to and, and no parents should have to bury their kids um, so yeah, as much as we're all focusing on Ukraine and what's happening there is terrible, please don't forget Zor's comrades. Please don't forget his legacy. Um, and please don't forget him. Uh, we won't, and we obviously want to dedicate this podcast to him and what he stood for. So, yeah. Thanks. What Happened Here is a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com slash sources. Thanks for listening.
Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Doc Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.